Welcome back to Pop Topic. We are here to discuss the latest news that is trending online as we break down the second week of February 2021. I'm your host, Quentin Phillips, and, and with me is my co-host, Tristan. How are you doing this week? Doing great. How are you doing? Not too bad. Not too bad. Obviously, still watching movies. I'm now trying to start watching the Academy Buzzy Films for the Oscars that I haven't seen yet. So I just watched Malcolm and Marie yesterday. And I'll be watching Pieces of a Woman in a few days. And then I think next weekend I'll be watching One Night in Miami. So I'll start watching those. You've seen the one of those three. I've seen the two you haven't. Yeah, so we're kind of like reverse here. Yeah, I haven't seen Malcolm and Marie yet. Um, I've been planning on, just been busy and watch other things, I guess. But I've seen One Night and Pieces of a Woman. Good stuff this year. I think I think everything considering, I think we got some pretty good Oscar contenders here this year. Yeah, honestly, yeah. Considering the world that we live in right now, not too bad of a year for the Oscars. No, this is equally as strong as any other given year. Um, obviously, we, we all met 2019 was just a crazy stacked year. Um, and 2018 was a super weak year. So, you know, this is what's happening in the middle between those two, I would think. Yeah, I agree. The fact that this is probably a stronger Oscar year than 2018. I would still say overall, I think 2018 was a stronger year, but in award contention-wise, I think this yeah, year has got some good ones. We have both Spider-Man and Spider-Verse and Searching. I mean, those are two movies that are just, in my mind, like elite-level films, those are especially Spider-Man and Spider-Verse. Like, that's one of the top, top movies of all time, you know what I mean? Of course, nothing else came out of that this year like that. Keep forgetting how high you are on searching. Yeah, that was a good film. But for me, I think my second favorite would be Quiet Place. I just, uh, st- oh, still love yeah. that film. Quiet Place is really, really good, too. Um, Hereditary came out that year. Yeah, it's a good year. It was a good year, yeah. 20, 2018 was a good year for everything except for, like, award contention movies. Most of those were all lackluster. Well, there are still some good ones, obviously, like The Favorite and Black Klansman. But I do agree, overall... Yeah, yeah overall, you know... Not as exciting as this year. We have some good films. One of them not being Malcolm and Marie. I don't really recommend it. It wasn't that great. You didn't like that one, right? I didn't hate it. I feel like if you've seen online, Tristan, a lot of people seem to either love loving this film or love hating this film. And I'm kind of like the guy that's in between. It's fine. It wasn't my thing, but I think other people would like it. For some reason, I see a lot of talks about it online, a lot of posts about it, pictures, especially a lot of pictures from the movie online. But no, I've never really seen anyone's opinion, like strong opinions on the movie for some reason. I've never seen anyone absolutely love it or absolutely hate it. And I, I don't know. From what I've seen online, it seems pretty... People enjoy it, but not crazy about it. I hear Zendaya's performance in it is really good. That's what I've heard. Her performance is better than the other actors' performance, but I thought they were both okay. I think I was just neutral on everything. Nothing was really exciting to me, except the cinematography. I actually think that was really beautiful. I love the black and white aesthetic, and I thought that the camera shots were really cool. There were some nice one-shots that I appreciated, so I think I'd be okay with this getting cinematography. It won't, but I actually thought it was very nice looking. This movie, correct me if I'm wrong, this movie was like made during the pandemic, right? That's the whole shit of this movie is that yeah. it was- was it was written and shot and filmed in during the like the pandemic. Yep. Okay. All right. I mean that's that's why there's only like, two actors in it at all, right? Like, yeah. Like, two of them or whatever. I mean that seems pretty interesting. That seems like something that I would probably, the very least, enjoy to some extent. So. Yeah, it's pretty cool. 
seems like a heavy film, but it seems like one that's, you know, you really, I don't know. It seems like it's a lot, and so I haven't really bothered diving into it yet. Yeah, and it takes itself very seriously. The entire film is about the director's past experience with making a film, so it seems like the director took this very personally, the script. And I think that's the weakest part, in my opinion. I, I think the screenplay is pretty bad. I think other than that, it's a very great film. I think the acting, the directing's pretty okay. The editing's good. But yeah, the, the, the screenplay, I don't know. Some of the lines seem very serious and ridiculous, but it's good. Uh, I, I recommend it for people. It's, it's a good watch. It's on Netflix. It's easy to watch. And Judas of Black Messiah comes out this week, doesn't it? Oh yeah, it came out a few days ago. Okay, it just came out. Okay, I knew it was either coming out very soon or it probably came out Friday. Realistically, yeah. Or something like Monday. Something came out Friday. Yeah, I'm excited for that one too. I gotta, gotta watch those two and The Father. I think are the last three awards contenders I haven't seen. Yeah, The Father is not out for another week or two. I think two more weeks. But yeah, Malcolm and Marie and Judas came out on the same day. Uh, I ended up choosing the wrong one to watch. Well, those two came out the same day. They seem like they're very much going for the same sort of target markets so i'm surprised that they want to maybe try to space them out a little it seems a little foolish from both ends and one's on netflix and one's on hbo i don't think they're too worried about that's i mean i guess it's about the straight streaming it's not like going to the theaters yeah both theaters the same day exactly yeah it's, it's a little different if you're gonna check it out you're still gonna check it out it's not like you're like oh i was really safe for judas but that malcolm and marie on netflix i guess i don't need hbo max now that's really gonna win me over yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I'm very excited for Jews. It looks like a great film. It's been getting nothing but love from people. So that's one I want to check out soon. I'm for sure more excited for that than Malcolm Marie. That one sounds real exciting to me. Yeah, yeah. Judas is apparently insanely good. Um, that one's really getting some Oscar buzz. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. The, uh, the other two movies I watched this week that I was messaging you, Tristan, and you rudely ignoring me were two films that I think you would really like because they you know they're both about coming of age and high school and college I feel like that's kind of like yeah yeah one was the ghost world right that, I saw that one yeah one of them was ghost world and then the other one I just watched yesterday which is the dirties I haven't seen I haven't even heard of either one of them no yeah they're both more unknown films uh the ghost world know. No, neither of them are on Netflix. Uh, the Dirties is, if you have a VPN, it's on the American Amazon Prime. I don't have a VPN. Yeah, so we watched it on Amazon Prime. But, yeah. you know, uh, The Dirties I definitely recommend for you. I think you'll love it. It's about two high school students wanting to make a film. Oh, awesome. Yeah, I just, it just the way it was shot, it was all handheld cam like Blair Witch, where it's like they're filming their oh, own movie. Cool. It's very fun. Yeah, uh, the entire time I was like, yeah, she's going to love this film. It's two guys that just act like us in high school, just goofy and weird. Uh, I thought it was fun. And then Ghost World. Um, you might like it. I think it's a Criterion movie, so it's a, that's why I watched it. And it's pretty well regarded. Uh, it, it's good. I didn't really love it, but I think you might like it more. So there you go. Two high school films. That sounds good. I definitely recommend oh, the Dairies. You like I'll that? Check those two out. I, I like I like those kind of things. Yeah, I feel like I didn't really sell Ghost uh, Ghost Story that or what's it called? I already forget. Ghost World. Ghost World. Yeah, I feel like I didn't really sell Ghost World that much right here. I felt like I was shitting on it. Uh, ScarJo and Steve Buscemi are the leads. Oh well, shit, Steve Buscemi. <laughs> insult. 
Yeah, yeah, it's Gardo's fine in this. It's all Steve Buscemi, man. I was, I love Steve Buscemi. Is he the lead role? Uh, he's like the second lead. Steve Buscemi never gets lead roles. I love him. With yeah, he's kind. Yeah, like I think, I don't know. Like if this was an Oscars, which it wasn't, like you could go either or for lead actor or supporting actor. Like he's in it a lot, but you could still pitch that he's supporting kind of like brad pitt and once upon a time in hollywood like he is in this movie a lot but yeah. you know uh he's still kind of like a like he's not the focal point of the film okay does he steal the show like brad pitt and once upon a time in hollywood he does he was uh him and the lead were really good but i do love steve buscemi i just thought he that's was fun steve buscemi always steals the show that's true yeah that's a good point i am i'm a big buscemi fan which is funny because i think buscemi's awesome I think two years ago, if you asked me about Buscemi, I'd say, ah, he's he's lame. He's only in stupid stuff. And he is in stupid stuff, but he's even good in those. Like, he's great in everything. I love him. He just, he's a funny guy. Yeah, I think he's naturally hilarious. Like, even in stuff like Big Lebowski, where he's very minor, he adds so much to it. I think he's just so great. Yeah. Or even, what was that zombie movie while well, I picked for the 2019 ranking podcast? He, he, the he Dead Don't Die? That don't die, that's it, yeah. Yeah, he probably was the best in that. All right, so we can move on to the first story here today. You've probably heard of this one, Tristan, with the Gorilla Glue. Oh, is that, is that this week? Uh, that is that be- how long this week's been? Uh, yeah, that was the beginning of this week, and then at the end of this week, we have someone else who then glued something to his lips. So there's been two instances of people messing with Gorilla Glue. This is the longest week ever, man. I thought that was like a month ago. <laughs> Holy crap. I can't... Okay. All right, all right. So we, I think everyone knows what the girl is girl at this point. You hear she got it out though, right? Like a, uh, some plastic surgeon in the States they, uh, managed to get the glue out of her hair. I didn't hear about that, but uh, undeserving. It should have yeah. stayed there. Yeah, and he did it for free, and they had TMZ had cameras inside, so they recorded the whole thing. It was really like a win-win-win, all right? Everyone, everyone was walking away out of that situation happy. She's not suing Gorilla Glue. I think there's a rumor going around she's going to sue Gorilla Glue. <laughs> yeah. That one of the stupidest lawsuits in the world. It says right on the bottle, dope put on skin. If you argue it doesn't say hair, that's that's ridiculous. You have to be an absolute moron to put Gorilla Glue in your hair. Right? I think that's <laughs> what we're learning. Also, it's just hair. Couldn't you just cut it off? Or wouldn't that have been that the better solution? The beginning. Can you just shave it? Can you just shave the freaking hair? Yeah, like, okay, obviously you probably don't want to go bald because you're a woman, and clearly you really like your hair because you were trying to try something new to make it look nice. But at the same time, that's your punishment. That is society's punishment, and that's just I think so. that's kind of just how life goes. You bite the bullet, cut your hair off, and uh, reap what you sow. I, yeah, I thought that was the solution here. I thought she just had to cut her hair. No, they managed to find some sort of chemical mixture that can weaken the glue and then you can wash it out sort of thing. They did have to cut off her ponytail. That was a lost cause. Cut the ponytail off, they managed to, it was, the plastic surgeon was like an expert in chemistry and stuff or whatever, that was like his field of study or whatever. So he, he kind of knew what he was doing. He did it all for free, mostly for the publicity and whatnot, right? Yeah. Um, and normally it would cost something like, 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 like 15 grand, some, some ridiculously high amount if she got charged for it, but yeah. Uh, so it works out in the end. I haven't heard about this guy gluing something to his lips, though. This yes. This just came out this morning. This is... That's kind of how it ties in. The beginning of the week and the end of the week, we're wrapping it up here with the Gorilla Glue. It just popped up on my feed a few hours ago. And there's a man 
who didn't believe the Gorilla Glue story. And so he glued a cup to his lips and it ended up getting stuck on it. Okay, so, so like, first of all, I have, I have a lot of questions here. <laughs> like, what kind of, is it like a plastic cup? Or like a, like I'm imagining like a, like a disposable paper cup. Is, is the kind of cup I'm imagining? I was imagining a plastic cup. Let me see if I can get an actual photo. Because, and then my next question is, how is this glued to his lips? Is it the rim of the cup, the entire, like, circle of the cup, like, glued right to, like, his entire mouth, like, covering his whole mouth? Like, how is this glued to his mouth? Okay, so I got it here. So, he got a Solo cup, one of those plastic red Solo cups. Okay, I was, I was thinking disposable, so I guess that's sort of right there. I was thinking, like, a paper one. Plastic one works, yeah. Glued it on the edge and then put it around his mouth, and it got stuck on it. So, the, so now it kind of looks like it has, like, a beak. Yes. I was just about to say, I have a photo of it now, and it literally looks like he's a snowman. The big red oh, yeah. cup, because the bottom of it is on his lip, and so it's covering his entire nose. It does just look like he has a big beak. Well, what's a good thing about the solo cup is you can just cut the entire cup off. So it'll just be the rim glued to his mouth, right? So you can still talk and eat and stuff. It'll just look stupid for <laughs> Which, you know, a small price to pay for salvation. You know, that, that's what he should yeah. get. That should, that should, when you do something stupid like this, that's your punishment. You just have to live with it. Yeah, he ended up going to the ER and they ended up taking it off. But I think there should be a law where if you intentionally do something stupid, uh, the hospital cannot help. This is your punishment from God. You now have to live with your consequence. Because yeah. clearly this guy, he didn't believe in the Gorilla Glue, so he wanted to test it out. Clearly the dude saw the girl do it to her hair and a few days later went, well, just like the guy that charged it for free. He wanted to also get free publicity from this, and he did the same thing. Like, he knew what he was doing. Yeah, th there's no way you can start making more mistakes. I'm not surprised, though. There's gonna be people gluing shit all over their body to get publicity like the Gorilla Glue Girl did. It's gonna happen now. Every time one person gets credit for doing something fucking stupid, everyone else wants to hop on board. Yeah. There you go. The guy ended up going to the ER. He's all good now. The cup's off his lips. It's just like the monolith. One monolith pops up and it was cool. Everyone was interested. It, you know, covered headlines for a week. And then monoliths started popping up everywhere. And I stopped giving a crap. You know what I mean? Now everyone's going to try gluing shit to themselves to get the publicity. And no one's going to care. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, except the Christmas monolith. We liked that with the gingerbread. Yeah, so that was a fun spoof. So is there a fun spoof to this, Tristan? Is there a fun thing someone can still do with Gorilla Glue? Or have we maxed out? Well, are there any holidays coming up? Well, Valentine's Day is today. Mmm, that's a good point. If someone super glues a box of chalk, like a heart-shaped box to their crotch here, you know what I mean? How fun would that be? That'd be hilarious. Yeah, I was actually thinking something very similar. Yeah, hot gluing some chalk, like a box of chocolates over your, your crotch area. On the pants, so it's not on your skin. Okay, yeah, there you go. I, I was thinking skin, which would really hurt. Right? Yeah, yeah, that, that would be horrible. I'd imagine going to the ER with a box of chocolates around your dong. <laughs> that'd be funny. <laughs> yeah. That'd be a good way to spend Valentine's night, though. I like it. But yeah, you know, I just grab an old pair of pants you don't like, a uh, hot glue, gorilla glue, some. Gorilla glue, not hot yeah, glue. yeah, not hot glue. Yeah, gorilla glue, a box of chocolates to them, and it kind of becomes a fashion accessory. You can use it every Valentine's Day. 
my whole thing about when the story got big, though, right? It has to be like the marketing guy at Gorilla Glue, right? A pretty, pretty meaningless job. Same thing every freaking day. Punch a punch. And one day coming to work, and all over the headlines, it's your company. Some idiot sprayed it their hair, and you're in charge of PR. Like, shit. And you have to call like a red alert to make sure people, you know, aren't getting mad at your company because someone else is a dumbass. But you guys did nothing wrong, right? Like companies do bad shit all the time to get bad PR for it. Gorilla Glue did literally nothing here. They're just selling good old adhesives for people to use for crafts and stuff. And some idiot goes and puts it in their hair. And now these guys are like, ah, shit. All this bad PR coming in. Because some idiot says spray Gorilla Glue in their hair. You think this is bad PR? I think this is exactly what Gorilla Glue wants. Look how freaking good it is. Yeah, dude. Think of this. Everyone knows about Gorilla Glue and the woman getting her hair glued together. No one remembers the loser with the cup, but the girl with the hair, everyone has heard of that, unless they're living under a rock right now. So if anybody in the next year or so is like, hey, I really need to glue these two motherfucking things together, what should I get? You're buying Gorilla Glue. All right, that's, it is a really good adhesive. That thing's stuff super strong. Like... I've heard of Gorilla Glue, obviously, but I, I would probably just buy whatever is cheapest or whatever is the first one that I can put my hands on when I'm at a Walmart. But now that I've heard of this, I'm going to get Gorilla Glue. Like, Gorilla Glue, this is the best thing they could have done. Yeah, it's true. I would not be surprised if it ends up coming out that the woman that had her hair glued together is actually the daughter of the guy that owns Gorilla Glue and he intentionally put glue in her hair to give himself a marketing ploy here. You think she would know better about how strong Gorilla Glue is if she was a daughter of the guy who made it. You know what I mean? She, she'd probably know, oh, this stuff's a real... <laughs> no, 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 Tristan, Tristan. Tristan, my theory is she was asleep and he put the glue in her hair to get this thing going. Uh, see, but, so the actual story, right? Like, the real story was that she ran out of hairspray and so she decides to Gorilla Glue in her hair instead. Meaning that she had the Gorilla Glue like, in her house, right? As a lot of people do, you know, just for crap or whatever. But I mean, she, she went and bought Gorilla Glue at some point in time, right? For a specific purpose. Probably to fix something, like, for a craft. Knowing that this shit don't come out, that's why she bought it. She bought, like, the best glue possible. Knowing, because she wanted really, really strong glue. And then a couple weeks later, she got, decides to go put it in her freaking hair? Like, doesn't that just feel real stupid? Like, what did she know? She knew when she bought it. I'm buying this because it's not going to come out for whatever purpose I, I need something not to come out for, right? I need two things to get stuck together for life. But now I'm going to spray it in my hair? In fairness, it could have just been her roommate or boyfriend that bought the glue to use for something. She is quickly looking for something to hairspray her hair and sees that bad boy and goes, all right, let's go, Harambe. Let, let's see how this goes. Yeah, maybe. I'm not defending this decision. <laughs> this decision's horrible. But, you know, uh, maybe she wasn't aware of how great this product is. And now everyone's aware. This was the best marketing ploy Gorilla Glue could have ever asked for. Gorilla Glue, okay, playing 5D chess in the marketing game. Yeah, Gorilla Glue was going to bed with stocks low, crying in their sleep, and they woke up just in absolute bliss. This is everything that they could want right now. I mean, good for them. They deserve it. All right. Pop Topic is a pro Gorilla Glue. We're, we're, yeah, we're, we're very much team Gorilla Glue yeah, here. Yeah, no, we're definitely defending them here. All right, so we can move on to the next story here. A bit of a small one that we can talk about, but that's the Critics' Choice Awards. The nominations came out for this one as well, and 
There's really not too much that I personally think is interesting except for the best picture roster here because the Critics' Choice, they are known for always nominating like the big contenders for the Oscars. They seem to have a lot in line with them. For example, I do have a photo here. Actually, let me go to my photo catalog. Where is it? Somebody sent the stats here and I had them saved. So in comparison, this is the... Critics' Choice compared to the Oscars. So for 2019, the Critics' Choice had 9 out of 9 for the Oscar nomination for Oscar nominations for Best Picture. 2018, they had 7 out of the 8. 2017, they had 8 out of 9. 2016 was 8 out of 9. 2015 was 8 out of 8. And, it, and so on and so forth. So for the note here, for the last 10 to 15 years, they get about 90 to 100% of the Best Picture nominations. Yeah. So they're, they're crushing is what we're saying. Yeah, so the Critics' Choice for Best Picture always freaking kills it. Now, the other nominations, the one caveat with Critics' Choice is they always tend to get five out of five for actor and actress, but they have seven not seven or eight nominees and not five, so it's kind of, you know. The, the, the odds are in their favor then. Right? Yeah, exactly. Like, obviously, five out of the eight best actors are the ones getting nominated for the Oscars, so and very really. And are going to be, like, 11 performances that are all, like, possibly get an Oscar nom. Typically, there's only going to be, like, under 10 performances that could possibly get that Oscar nom. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, if you're going to pick eight, you're going to pick all the eight big ones. Chances are five of them are going to come from there. Chances are there's not going to be a ninth really great performance uh, that could come in, right? Take that with a grain of salt. I'm not too... We don't even need to talk about the acting categories because they're so broad. It doesn't even matter at this point. But the best picture is still only 10. And so it's interesting how most of these should be the ones getting nominated. And the 10 that they have for best picture is To Five Bloods, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, Mank, Minari, News of the World, Nomadland, One Night in Miami, Promising Young Woman, Sound of Metal, and The Trial of Chicago 7. No, those are very surprising. News of the World is probably the most surprising to me. Yeah, that one's quite a shock. But yeah, that that's their 10, which means the two that are left out right now is Judas and the Black Messiah, the one that just came out a few days ago and I haven't seen, and The Father, which isn't even out yet. Yeah, is The Father getting a lot of buzz for Best Picture? I thought it was mostly for, I know, lead actor and supporting actors is getting all the buzz, right? It's getting a lot of stuff to talk about those two. Not too sure, but really for Best Picture. Is it getting a lot there, you think? I haven't seen too much for it. It is a bit of a gray area because it's one that isn't really even out yet. So some of the awards might have not even seen it yet. So it's kind of a late contender. It's, I think it's a little unlikely to get Best Picture nomination at this point, but apparently the screenplay is great. They expect yeah, that nomination. Yeah, and then lead actor and supporting actress, they should for sure be getting noms. But I am interested to see if they end up getting a Best Picture nomination because it's the exact thing the Oscars would love. It's a very emotional story with Hopkins as the lead, Coleman as the supporting. Like, they love that shit. Yeah, I hear Coleman in particular, I hear, is getting a lot of praise and it's probably a big front runner for that kind of well, The one I keep hearing about is Hopkins. I hear Hopkins is fantastic. Hopkins, yeah. I'm excited for that movie. I'm really excited to see The Father. I am too. I'm really excited. I'm bummed it's been this long for it to come out. I'm yeah, really I excited. How late they're putting it out. It feels, feels like they're putting an awful lot pretty, pretty late here. Uh, it does seem like they're putting an awful lot. 
Another thing to note here for the Critics' Choice before we wrap it up is that Minari got the second most nominations of all the films here. That's that, that's great. I mean, I think I thought Minari was fantastic. Um, uh, I think they deserve a lot of the noms. They got both best lead nom and male lead and supporting actress noms, right? I'm guessing. Uh, yeah, so best probably... supporting actress, best lead actor, and then they got a bunch of technicals like score. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, that all seems deserving. Then. Especially, I really think uh, supporting actress, I really think she deserves a nom. Um, I think she's going to get it, because I don't think there's really too many... Supporting actress this year, of all, the, of all the acting categories, probably the weakest of the four this year. Which is funny, because the lead actress is the strongest. It's crazy how yeah, that kind of works. It's, it's really, really tight. I think lead actor is pretty tight this year, too. But, um... Well, when you mean, like, you mean by what we, like, just what you like personally or by the actual Oscar award contenders? Because I think Chadwick Boseman's the only contender. I think it's going to be a slam dunk. I was thinking just for noms, not so much for winning. I think, like, coming in, that who's going to get that fifth slot, I think it's pretty tight. That's um, fair. Right, for winning, I think Chadwick's probably the, the front runner. Maybe Riz, but Chadwick, you're right. I, I agree for winning, it's probably not as tight. Yeah, for me, for the Oscars, the only two that are guaranteed at this point is Soul getting animated picture and Chadwick Boseman for getting lead actor. I think those two are pretty much really? guaranteed. Not even a, um, I can't remember her name, but the, the director for Nomadland? Oh, so, yeah, no, I completely forgot about that. Yeah, no, that's even more of a lock. You're right. Close yeah, she's more like a lock than best male actor. No, you're right. Riz Ahmed still has a chance. Yeah, because in the Indie Awards, Riz Ahmed has been tied with, a wi- with wins compared to Chadwick. While Chloe Zhao has just been winning everything, so you're right. Yeah, I, I think she's more of a lock. I think Soul winning Best Animated Picture is a lock. There's no way it's not. Well, well, Wolf Walker. You know, Wolf, of all fairness, Wolf Walker I think is giving a run for its money, but I, I think it's going to be for sure. Yeah, Wolf Walker's has done well in the Indies, but the Oscars love Pixar. It's no contest. They, just love it. they gave it the freaking Toy Story Four last year when it didn't deserve it, and this year they have a movie that deserves it. They're going to get. Yeah, do you remember my hot take last year that Toy Story 4 was was the worst of the five nominations? So one more thing to note is Sound of Metal made it to Best Picture here. Uh, do you think that has a chance in the actual Oscars? I You you counted up more than I have, I think. I think I've always thought how to try to get in the Best Picture. Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely the one counting it out. How many? There were 10 here, though, right? They nominated 10 here? Yeah, yeah, they always nominate 10, and there's normally eight or nine for the Oscars. Yeah, I, that's the thing. But I haven't seen News of the World, but from what I hear, that one's probably not going to get an Oscar nom. No, I think there's going to be eight nominations, and I think Sound of Metal and News of the World are the ones out. I think the other eight are in. That probably sounds about right. And if there's a ninth, I still don't think it's Sound of Metal or News of the World. I think if the Oscars does have a ninth, it's going to be The Father or Judas. I think Father? They... Or Judas and Black Messiah? Yeah. Which, hey, I would love a Sound of Metal nom. I would, but um, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I just don't think the Oscars are going to love Sound of Metal. I think it's not a shot. I, I, I think it's for sure it's a shot. I don't, I don't know about getting in. Or I'd love it. I, I'd love it to have a chance here. Uh, any noms it gets, I'm happy. I'm going to get to this Oscar season stuff. Should I watch? Do I have to watch News of the World? Is that like a big <laughs> award? Is that, I wasn't really expecting it to be until you mentioned it here. Like, I wasn't planning on watching it. It got a lot of noms for the Critics' Choice. The Critics' Choice seemed very high on it. Tom Hanks got a lead actor, the female child, I forget her name, sorry. Uh, she's nominated for Best Supporting. Yeah. It got cinematography, it got, uh, I think, uh, score, maybe? Maybe I'll have to watch 
They've got costumes here. The critics really liked it, but um, I don't know. We'll see. You can also just wait to see what the nominations are and then if it's yeah, got a I'll lot. Yeah, I'll wait to see the nominations. I feel like Tom Hanks might get a nom for it. I feel like that really might be it. Well, that'd be huge if he takes one of the acting slots. That's really, like I said, I think that's pretty tight to get in for a uh, best male actor. If Tom Hanks takes one, that'd be crazy. I mean, I assume the authors love Tom Hanks. Yeah, no, they do. They, gave, they gave him a nom. Yeah, they gave him a nom for... What's it called? Won't You Be My Neighbor? Is that the name of the... Yeah. Yeah, Won't You Be My Neighbor. Oh, no, the... Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Oh, Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, I got it mixed up. Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. You got a nom for that. And that film, that was the only nom it got. Yeah, exactly. Right. I feel like they like Tom Hanks uh, for a good reason. Yeah, and Tom Hanks is freaking great. I love that guy. Yeah, he's amazing. And I haven't seen this one. I'm sure, I'm sure he's great in this one. He's great in everything. Yeah, I think we'll watch it anyways because Andrea, my fiance, is obsessed with Tom Hanks. That's, I believe, yeah. her favorite actor. That's that's fair. That's very fair. That or possibly Del, or sorry, not Delroy Lindo. That or possibly Daniel Day Lewis. She's she's falling in love with him. So either or. Uh, you, you think Delroy Lindo's getting the, the? Did he get the best picture now for Best Choice? I mean, not best, best actor. Yes, but once again, they had eight eight nominees. So. Oh, I did eight. Okay, that's why I said pick him for eight. Yeah. So um, pretty much anybody that isn't nominated in those Critics' Choice acting pools, they're pretty much out of contention. Like they really picked up everybody that was in contention yeah yeah that's fair all right so we can move on to another story here moving away from the academy yeah, one more question actually. yeah was zendaya nominated for a um best lead actress yes okay i was curious for that one because i know she's a bit of a dark horse to get that fifth nom um for the oscars right yeah four noms for the oscars best lead is pretty much locked that's how tight it is there's four that are essentially locked and then the fifth slot is like between three or four actresses and all the ones that it's like fighting for that fifth spot, they all got in. So it really doesn't help. Yeah. Well, you have seen the movie. What do you think? Do you think she's, she's got a chance at being that fifth Oscar nom? This might be a hot take. I didn't love the performance. Uh, it's not in my top five of the year. That's for dang sure. I thought it was okay. I liked it. I, I, didn't, I don't hate her. I think she's a good actress, but I yeah. really heard going in that she was the best part of the film. And she was... But I guess I just didn't love the film. So I there were moments where I was kind of like, oh, this is very lathered on thick and very over the top. Like, I didn't really think it was very impactful for me. So I didn't love the performance. So, so who are you giving that fifth slot to then? I would have to watch some of the other ones. I still haven't seen Andre Day. I've heard she's like the next big, like she might be the one taking the fifth slot. She's beginning a lot right. of the noms. Yeah, okay. What, what's that movie called again? Something versus the world, right? Uh, Billie Holiday... Versus the U.S.? Yeah, something like that. I thought the lead actress in Minari, I thought that was more powerful. I thought she was really good. So I think right now she'd be my fifth slot, but still, yeah, it's hard to fight out of the top four. Man, the, yeah, whoever did the fifth nom is more of a, an honor. You know what I mean? They're, they're not winning the thing, right? They're fighting just to now say that they're an Oscar-nominated actress. That's the main thing. Well, it's still a big, a big notch on your belt. Is of course it is. Oh, it's huge, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, I think it's just such a tough category this year. Yeah. And one thing that I will say is Tristan, months ago, months ago, me and you were saying how they're doing an Oscar push for Maria Bakalova for Borat 2. And me and you said, that ain't happening. That is not a thing. 
Let's drop it now. Focus on maybe screenplay Borat, but Maria is not a thing. And it's a thing. I'm very, it's, very happy. I think it's going to happen. I really do. Yeah, it's crazy how in a few months I completely 180. I am so excited about this Maria Bakalova. I want the nom. I think it's great. I think she's going to get the nom for sure. Yeah, I think so. I think Coleman's going to win Going to win the category overall. Though, from, I haven't seen the movie, but from the buzz I'm getting, I think Olivia Coleman's going to win it. No, I, I've heard it's great. Uh, we need to watch it first to say if I think it's going to be a Oscar-winning performance, but you're right. I could see it, especially because of the other nominations, like Maria Bakalova and the woman from Minari. They could both get a nom, but I don't see either of them winning, so it's kind of limited options. Yeah, exactly. All right, so we can move on to a story that I have here, which is a Florida man stealing his girlfriend's rings to then propose to another woman with it. So he stole her wedding ring and then ran off and used that ring to propose to someone else. Of course this was Florida. You didn't even have to tell me that. I could have guessed. That's hilarious. Honestly, it's a good way of recycling. Like, you know, I don't think pretty smart to be honest. It was his girlfriend. I said, right. So it's not like they were engaged. Yeah. It said his girlfriend. So it sounds like she just had, a ring and he stole it well of course yeah you don't want to go into waste exactly it's, it's a good way to do it i appreciate that uh, as somebody that bought an engagement ring uh quite expensive so smart to just steal one it's pretty effective yeah exactly yeah and how romantic is it tristan valentine's day this was released a few hours ago so maybe it happened this morning you get proposed to a guy <laughs> i don't know maybe a nice romantic brunch quentin quentin is florida all right he went out and bought some egg mcmuffins and put it in the middle of <laughs> that's the way you do it <laughs> he took a blueberry muffin and like uh shoved it in the middle of it yeah exactly yeah <laughs> hey you know what uh, egg muffins are delicious no nothing wrong with that i egg, or if it was a mcriddle that'd be real classy yeah yeah, McGrills are delicious. Yeah, that's a good call. I had a McGriddle recently. Fantastic. Uh, fucking so love good. it. I love McGriddles. Yeah, I haven't had it in a while, so I was really not prepared for how fucking delicious that thing is. Yeah, they're so good. Yeah, I thought I was ready for it, but I was not. That, that thing was freaking good. Yeah. Yeah. They're underrated for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, you know, the Florida man, maybe he also had a McGriddle with it. I appreciate that. Do you think he bought that as well or stole it as well? Just went for the full freebie. Well, he asked his girlfriend to pick it up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So while she was gone, he went through her jewelry and stole the ring. And then when she came back with the grills, he grabbed the bag and just walked out. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's a good plan. I appreciate that. It was a two-step process. Uh, he's thinking he, steps he, he ahead. He's a lot of thinking about Florida. Man. Yeah. But yeah, just think how romantic it is. You got a ring and a McRiddle. You got the guy on one knee. This must have been a very romantic morning for them. I'm happy. Yeah. Did you, it was Valentine's Day, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's the most, hours later, you find out it was a girlfriend's ring. Yeah, it was the most romantic day of the year for them. Yeah, it was probably a great Valentine's Day until he was arrested. Uh, apparently he was arrested. So, you know, aside oh. from that. His ex-girlfriend just ratted him out. What a snitch. What a loser. It's a wonder he stole her rings. <laughs> yeah, stole her rings because he knows she's just a snitch. No one likes that. 
Did you see the mugshot of the Florida man who was arrested, right? And he had the tattoo, like, on his forehead between his eyes of the state of Florida. Like, the, the, the outline of Florida was tattooed on his forehead. Uh, I don't know. I can imagine it, but I feel like it's just because I'm picturing the tattoo. It sounds... Yeah, it only came out yeah. this past week or maybe last week. Okay, maybe. so probably not then because it... I don't really arrests like a drunk disturbance. It's not like a bad crime or anything, but it's the most Florida man thing ever. You know, he's got arrested for like just like drunk, like disobedience or whatever, being a drunk dumbass. He has a tattoo of Florida on his, in between his eyes. Yeah, well, the there you go. Florida man. Yeah, classic Florida man. Uh, I get, and the next story I have here is, I guess, a New Mexico man because somebody was somebody was pulled over because they were bringing over 200 pounds of bologna across the New Mexico border. Is, is that illegal? Apparently it is. Yeah, this is a big thing here. Apparently bologna is a meat product, obviously. Who would have thought bologna? You don't really know what it is. But according to them, it's meat. And you can't bring meat in large amounts across the border from Mexico to the States. Right, yeah, okay. I guess that makes sense. Yeah, so he was hiding it. Yeah, he was hiding it under the luggage of the trunk. He had like all the luggage on top of it. He had like a little carpet on top to hide this large amount of bologna this guy was wanting to bring over. Why? I don't know. Maybe Mexico has this insane lit bologna we're not aware of. Maybe. (laughs) Yeah, but like, I just love how people were assuming that it was drugs, probably. Like, oh, they just called. Pulled over because they got bags and bags of wrapped up. Oh, it's it's baloney. Yeah, that's. I mean, it's not the worst thing you could be smuggling over. He didn't really get in trouble. He just got he got fined five hundred dollars, and they took the baloney away from him. So, you know. <laughs> the <baloney>. <laughs> yeah, the guy was like, "All right, fine. Here's five hundred bucks." So like, okay, now, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're like, all right, uh, you're going to have to pay $500 for this. He's like, all right, fine. Okay, here you go. 500 bucks, totally worth it. All good. And, like, and we're going to have to take out the baloney. Not the baloney! Not the baloney. <laughs> it makes no sense to me. This is like the stupidest crime. Here's another 500. Keep, let me keep the baloney. Yeah, I think I really wanted this. But trust me, all, all jokes aside. Crazy that somebody wants to bring in a lot of bologna, but this isn't a lot of bologna, Tristan. This is 200 pounds of bologna. Is that like, that doesn't sound like that much, does it? From the photo I have, it covers the entire trunk. It's an entire layer of bologna that goes across the entire trunk. Yeah. And it's like thick. It's it's a lot. I've This would be what I would assume you would find in about three grocery stores worth of bologna. Like, obviously, it's not insane amount. You could get way more bologna in this bad boy. The guy was kind of cheaping out with only 200 pounds. But, yeah, yeah, this is a lot. Uh, I couldn't imagine eating 20th of this much bologna in a year. Like, I don't know how he expects to go through this. He just really likes bologna. Yeah, maybe I'm just not a bologna connoisseur, yeah. I don't know. I don't even know what bologna's for except for like a little bit on a sandwich. Uh, you can grill that. People like to grill it up, I think. With like eggs in the morning and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I remember Welling told me his secret of taking a bit of bologna and 
frying it on a stove. That was that was his big secret. Yeah. Well, he's a chef. You understand. Yeah. It was pretty good, actually. I'm not going to lie. All right. And we have one more story here, and that's going to be James Charles. You've heard of him, the beauty YouTuber, right, Tris? Only in passing. I think he had some drama with, like, Jeffree Star or something yeah. like two years ago. I, I've never really paid attention, but I've heard the name. That was a big story for him. Uh, this one, not as big, but I would say weirder. Uh, I think me and you could really dive into this discussion here because James Charles is having a lot of backlash after pretending to be pregnant. He's a guy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's a guy. Um, and someone actually, people believed he was pregnant? Like... So what he did was, for a YouTube video, he put on a fake bodysuit that made him look pregnant and he took like a pregnancy photo shoot and he started doing like the pregnancy challenge. Hopefully this is not a challenge that starts up soon, but you know, people these days, Tristan, uh, probably. <laughs> probably will. And he started doing like a bunch of things that pregnant people do. I, I, I did not watch the video, so I could not tell you what he did, but People are up in arms that he is imitating being pregnant as a guy. Well, this is like the equivalent of like the kid in gym class. He sticks the basketball under his shirt and goes, hey guys, look, I'm pregnant. <laughs> That's what this feels like. <laughs> this is like the adult version of that. Uh, this all seems like the expensive version of that. He took like these legitimate photo shoots of him in a pregnant outfit, which was him with boobs and a giant stomach. A very weird Why photo. Why do people hate this? Because they, they got fooled and they didn't like that? I don't know. I did not watch the video. So apparently he did a lot of things distastefully with the pregnancy challenge by doing like a bunch of things pregnant people do and pretending that he's like having the same struggles they do. I don't know. I only saw the... I only saw the photo from the photo shoot and it was a weird, uncomfortable photo of a dude with boobs and a pregnant stomach. So um, that's all I know. I, I The photo is scarring. I do not recommend. Fair enough. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't get the issue with it. It just seems sort of like a stupid YouTube video. Yeah, like I'm pregnant kind of thing. Yeah, it does seem like a classic YouTube crap video. I agree. Yeah, yeah. Like, this doesn't seem outwardly anything like like mean or anything. I don't know. Yeah, like, I don't know. Are, 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 are like pregnant people that are mad at him? Like, hey, I'm actually pregnant. You're really not. <laughs> like, it seems so stupid. It seems like it's mostly females that are upset. I don't know if they're necessarily pregnant or not, but uh, I, I don't know. I do not know. Uh, Tristan, would you ever do the pregnancy challenge? Um, no. Uh, it just seems like a lot of work for very little. Game. Yeah, and you don't want the backlash, right? I don't even care about the backlash. <laughs> I just also don't care about pretending to be pregnant. I would put the ball under my shirt. You know I was a kid class the ball hey guys look i'm pregnant i will do that if that counts <laughs> for doing that like because it's essentially the same thing yeah maybe we should have our own youtube channel where we just do all these challenges but put like the absolute least amount of effort into each challenge <laughs> the worst fucking way to do yeah just the bare minimum for each challenge so the pregnancy challenge yeah we just throw a ball underneath and there we go we did the challenge baby we could do the one where you gorilla glue stuff. We just get like an Albert's glue stick and put glue on her hand and like glue like a piece of paper to her hand. Oh no, I can't get it off. <laughs> oh no, the paper is on my hand. 
I can't get it off. The school, L word school glue is too strong. That's a good idea. Yeah, that would be a great YouTube channel. I would watch the hell out of these. <laughs> that would be hilarious. They do a bunch of fake challenges. They just clearly satire all the freaking all the YouTube challenges. How do you satire the Tide Pod challenge? You actually eat it. <laughs> That's the only way. <laughs> it's quitting. You put a bunch of fruit gushers in a in the in the bin, and you can reach their pulling like a fruit gusher. You got to eat it, and then someone starts freaking out. No, don't eat it. And then you eat it, but it's just a fruit gusher, so it doesn't really matter. That's classic. It's a good yeah, one. It could be something like that. Or or instead of eating it, we can decide we're going to do something else really crazy with it. We're going to do something revolutionary with these iPods. We put them in the laundry machine. That would be wild. That's a crazy concept, Trust. Yeah. I remember, the only thing I remember about the Tide Pod Challenge was this was when I was living with Well Dog, and every time we went to get groceries, every time we went to the candy section, the laundry section was in the aisle behind it, so Welling would quickly run out to the laundry section, bring back a container of Tide Pods and put it in the snack aisle, and be like, oh, Quentin, look, we should pick up this bad boy for a snack. And he did it every single time we went to get groceries. That's what makes it funny, Quentin. Yeah, no, I know. The first time I thought it was dumb, but I'm not gonna lie. Every time I got, I, I had a little chuckle when he would run as fast as he could to the laundry section to bring it over some Tide Pods. So yeah, the consistency was funny, and I think the funniest part was he, he always left it there. He never put it back. <laughs> he just, I just like to imagine every month somebody goes by the snack aisle and there's the Tide Pods there. I like to think that they have figured out who did it. Every time they see Welling come in, they have like a little guy on the announcer. All right, guys, make sure you have uh, two guys on aisle eight to keep an eye on the tie pods. Yeah. Yeah, good times. Yeah, that's the only thing I know about the tie pod challenge. That was the best part of the, of the tie pod challenge. Uh, I think another good way to do it is to buy the alcohol pods. Do you remember those, Tristan? Uh, a year ago, they announced that there's going to be whiskey in pod form where you just pop it in your yeah, mouth. Yeah, I remember those. Yeah. Yeah. You can totally just get one of those. Yeah, so I think the joke one would just be having one of those tie pods. So that feels like effort, Quentin. Remember, we've got the least amount of effort. That's true. That's true, yeah. So clearly obvious that it's like just not real. That's a good point. Yeah, you just got to go for gushers or something. And you do the thing where like you pretend you're eating something, and so you have like your side face there, and you go om nom nom, and you just put it behind your your head. You can easily do something like that with the camera. But it's so obvious, and you have the type of om nom 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 nom, and then you just like put it behind it, like by your ear. You just like chuck it behind you. Yeah, 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 something like that. There you go. If anybody's listening right now and they want to start up a YouTube channel, we just give you an entire idea. You're welcome. Yeah, free idea right there. It's a good one. Good. <laughs> free for the taking. Welling's listening right now and he is freaking yeah, out. I, yeah. I, think, I think we should do this. I think this, I think this is going to be problem. I think people will really get behind. No, I agree. And it'll be me, you, and Welling. We'll have all three of us do it. Yeah, of course. We'll see you guys next week. I'll be watching Peace of a Woman and Judas and the Black Messiah this week. So, watching some good ones. I'll, I'll let you know if Judas and the Black Messiah is worth the hype, Tris. Oh, okay. Let me know. <laughs> yeah, sounds good. All right. Have a great day, guys. Bye. Yeah, yeah, yeah.